Hello and greetings to each of you this day. Welcome back to the Being Love in Action podcast. I miss you guys tremendously. Listen, I am your host of the Being Love in Action podcast, Reverend Kenya C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. Listen, I'm a grace girl, a daughter of the King of Kings and a disciple and lover of Jesus Christ. And I invite you to walk with me today as I have a dialogue or maybe what you consider a conversation and also bring a word of encouragement. So grab your coffee or have a sip of tea with me while being empowered, encouraged, and even challenged as we walk through the gospel of Jesus Christ, the life applications of what it truly means to being love in action. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I'm so excited. Being Love in Action podcast is back. It's back. It's back. And we are so grateful and thankful while God was pouring and doing some things and downloading. Uh, you know, this is almost a, going into a new year. And, you know, there's planning that takes place. There's prayer. There's preparation. And God gives us new visions. And he gives us all those things that we prepare for going into the next year. Amen. And I'm just excited. I miss you guys. I know all of you who tune in on a regular basis probably say, where have you been? Well, I hope uh, for us being gone for a minute that you had an opportunity to catch up on all of the podcasts that maybe you didn't catch up on. So listen, we're going to jump right into it. This conversation It's not going to be a long one. But listen, this week, God has really been challenging me um, as I begin a series called The Attitude of Love. And part one of the attitude of love is talking about unity and not division. And, and, you know, this here on the, the being love in action podcast, we have conversations, we have dialogue about um, what it truly means to live out this thing called uh, discipleship. Amen. As believers in Christ, the word of God is our blueprint on any and everything that we need to learn and that we need to know. And I know that, you know, there's so many things we can get. It's so much. I tell you, many times I read the word of God and it's something that I could have read, you know, a month or two ago, or maybe a year ago. And God will give me something new. And one of the things I pray for daily is a fresh word. Amen. Because as God is growing each of us as disciples of Christ, as we're reading the word of God, there should be a fresh word in our hearts and minds daily that we can share uh, with our family members first, right? Because I believe our first ministry starts at home. And so we should be able to, you know, share the word of God or whatever God is showing us in our prayer time and devotion time with our family members and our loved ones and our coworkers, right? And then it goes out uh, beyond that. And for those of us who are called to the gospel of Jesus Christ to preach, to teach, to minister, whether we're prophets, apostles, or whatever it is that God has called you to do. One of the things I'm praying for, for the body of Christ is a fresh word. So I encourage you as you pray for me, that God will always give me a fresh word. I do not recycle. (laughs) I try not to ever recycle word. Amen. Um, But there are some great things that God is doing. And um, one of the things he's opened up for uh, King C. Williams Ministries to do is to actually be part of um, a 24 hour live stream, a 24 hour 
internet-based gospel radio station, DIN radio station, DFW DIN gospel radio station. We are part of that. Uh, we're taking that journey now. We've partnered with them and we're excited because they're on that uh, radio station. We're actually being um, streamed 24 seven, right? From nine to nine thirty central standard time. So we're excited about that. But as God is increasing my territory, he's also, you know, he requires more of me, um, you know, with working and, and, and ministering and doing those things. I always want to try to make sure that I have a fresh word, right? So I'm praying for each of you who are listening, um, those of you who are leaders or teachers or pastors or ministers, um, that God gives you a fresh word. We're in a time where people need a fresh word and we need to make sure that we're prayerful and we're in the face of God getting what God wants us to say to his people. Because beloved of God, I thank God for each of you when you come, when you listen in, but you are not my people. You are my brothers and sisters in Christ. And I love you all. And for those who are tuning in and maybe you're not a believer in Jesus Christ, I pray that as a result of listening to this podcast today, that something is said or, or encourage you to want to get to know about this man, this, this, this deity called Jesus the Christ. Amen. So I pray for all of the leaders who are listening, that God gives you a fresh word, not a recycled word. Um, we have to make sure that we are prepared and that we are preparing God's people. Amen. So listen, let's get into this. We're having a conversation about the life application of what it means when we talk about the attitude of love, right? And, and, and as God gave me this, you know, um, King and C. Williams Ministries, uh, part of the many parts of this ministry, the foundation, foundational scripture that he gave me um, as far as modeling the character is 1 Corinthians 13 and 13. And that's the text that I'm going to share with you very quickly today. 1 Corinthians 13 and 13. We know that that is a very familiar text to most people. And um, it, it simply says in 1 Corinthians 13 and 13, and I'm reading from the NIV uh, version. It simply says, and now these three remain faith, hope and love. But the greatest of these is love. And for me, that scripture is one that allow it is a reflective scripture. Let's get into the life application. I say that it's reflective because out of faith, hope and love, the greatest of these is love. Again, being love in action podcast is about the life application of living the daily life as a believer in Christ. How do we take these things that God, Jesus tells us about that we read about in the word of God that has been given to us? How do we live that every day? Right. How do we really live it when we're dealing with real life stuff? Right. And, you know, I know somebody's going to say, oh, well, you know, we so super spiritual. Listen, we have to be realistic in this world, right? We have to be honest about where we are and who we are and those things that affect our lives. And the reality is how do we live it? Um, how do we live it? Amen. And so this is what I want to talk about very briefly here. Paul, the apostle Paul was writing this letter to the church of Corinth. And as he was writing this letter to the church of Corinth, there was so many things that was going on. And he was originally started this letter to address the issues. He wanted them to understand that, listen, 
you know, uh, I know that you are many or, you know, they, they have, uh, come to Christ, you know, there were many pagan believers. So they came from a whole different culture and lifestyle that when they accepted Jesus Christ, they, you know, some of them begin to go back to those ways, right? So you had some that were falling back into their old ways. Sound like, you know, some believers, right? Some of us, sometimes we call it backsliding. Sometimes we, we, by default, we begin to go back to those old ways. And remember, we're talking about unity, right? And so then he wanted to talk to address the issue that some were were saying, well, I follow Apollos and I follow Stephanus uh, and, you know, I follow Jesus Christ. You know, everybody was kind of getting, you know, out of pocket. They were losing the reality of why they were believers and who they were following. And one of the things that Paul began to tell them in the very beginning, as he addressed this letter in the very first part of the letter, he said, listen, you know, um, it's not about me. I, I, I didn't come uh, and baptize any. I, I didn't baptize in my name. I baptized in the name of Jesus Christ in the very first part chapter one of first Corinthians. He says to the church of God in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus and called to be his holy people. He said to the church of God, he didn't say his church. He said the church of God. So listen, we are the church, right? We are the, the, the believers. We are part of the body. We are God's people. So that's the first thing we need to remember who we are. We need to not only remember who we are, but who we represent. Amen. We represent the kingdom of God. And, and if we're representing the kingdom of God, unity must be the banner that we wear in love. You know, Paul had to let them know. He said to them in verse 13, this is uh, chapter one of First Corinthians. He said, is Christ divided? You remember I said he was saying, what does it mean? One of you say, I follow Paul. Another one, I follow Apollos. Another one, I follow Cephas. Still another one, I follow Christ. He was dealing with division. Why is why in the very beginning of this letter, you know, he greeted everyone, but he didn't sugarcoat it. He said, let's get let's deal with the issues. So here's what here's the conversation today. How are you dealing with the issues of division when you see them as believers in Christ? How do you deal with division when you see it? And are you part of those who are causing the division or are you part of those in love like Paul who addresses it and still love? Amen. Paul dealt with it. Of course, he was an apostle. He was a leader. But even if we're not leaders, we are part of the body of Christ and we're to operate in love with one another. There is no love in division. We got to deal with the sin. We got to deal with the realities. You know, it's, it's, it's not okay as believers. We are modeling Christ. And one of the things that is happening right now in the world, uh, Christians are becoming the laughing stock because we've made our God to almost seem like he's 
you know, I, I think I said it, you know, like he has issues like, you know, our God is unstable or, you know, he has he's bipolar. And that's not to discredit uh, the realization of bipolar. But our God is perfect. He doesn't have any issues. Right. He is a God that does not change his mind like man in the sense of what he says is yes. And amen. Amen. And we have given people who are not believers uh, the ideology that maybe this God is not someone I want to know because if I if I value God on how Christians act many of us we out the box we're out of pocket one minute we're happy one minute we're sad you know one minute we're mean we're money minute we're ugly and many times how many times are we even witnessing to other people about Jesus Christ do you know that even when you don't talk how you live in front of your coworkers, in front of your family members that are unsaved, um, when you're out in restaurants, when you're just in there, you don't pay attention to it many times, but there are others that are watching us. And when we're operating, especially in the church now, with a spirit of division, it's heartbreaking because who are those that are standing in love? Who are those of us in the body that are standing in love when we hear uh, in the church where there are members who are saying, I'm not following the pastor or I'm not doing this or deacons or, you know, those who are part of boards and they want to give the man or woman of God a hard time. And they're causing division. Now, listen, if there are issues, deal with the issues, but deal with it the way that God would want us to do it. God doesn't want us to go in. He talks about believers going to court. We should be going to court on one another. You know, he talks about dealing with issues in love, in private. He don't he didn't say we deal with it public, then go private. No, there is a model. There's a method to everything. And when we don't do it, we bring division to the body of Christ. So my question, part of this conversation that I want you to take away, you know, are you uniting the body? And does your life every day reflect the love of God in unity? Let's be real. It starts at home. Many people that are believers go to go to work and they don't even speak to their coworkers. And I'm not saying, listen. I will never say that sometimes people are going to be mean. They're going to be ugly. They're going to be all those things. But at the end of the day, who do you represent? Remember, we're having a conversation, the life application of love in unity. So how do you walk that thing out when you're angry yourself, when you're hurt, when a family member who thinks they're better than you don't invite you to the barbecue? You know, I'm going to keep it real on here. They don't invite you to the family functions. We have dysfunctions like that in families where some think they're better than others because of what they have. Or, you know, um, you know, it's not just in the churches, in our families. You have husbands and wives who don't even sleep in the same beds. And then we wonder why we can't seem to be unified in the church because at home we're all we're all in a a divided state. Our homes are divided. Listen, God is calling for us to come back as a body of believers to 
the kingdom of God in love and represent love in every aspect of our lives. How we love. Listen, division is not of God. It is not of God. Paul said it is Christ divided. There's an old saying that a house divided cannot stand. Listen, I want to encourage you today and I want to challenge you. One of the things I love about Corinthians, it is one of my reflective texts. Because for me, um, I try to make sure that 1 Corinthians 13, uh, 4 through 8, I, I try to embody that. I try to remember that every day. I try to remember 13 and 13, that faith, hope, and love, that out of those three, love is the greatest. Listen, Jesus Christ gave us he represented the greatest example of love on the cross. Anyone who's listening that don't know about Jesus, maybe you you practice another religion. Maybe you're coming from Islam or maybe you're coming from Buddhism. Whatever religion you're coming from, listen, Jesus the Christ is known by every religion there is. Every religion acknowledges the name of Jesus Christ. They differ on who he was, but what I'm saying is every religion not only acknowledges him, but watch this. He is the only God. He is the true and living God, but he is the only God that sacrificed himself for, the, for mankind. Do you research? How could you not try a God like that? the true and living God. Listen, I challenge you today, people of God, if you're in a divided house, if you're in a divided mind state, state of mind, try the attitude of love. Remember he said, out of these three will remain faith, hope, and love. Love is the greatest. Listen, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I invite you today, listen, all you have to do is confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead and the word of God says you will be saved. That's not my words. That's the word of God. And listen, I guarantee you one of the things he left for every believer once they accepted Jesus Christ is the gift of the Holy Spirit. Listen, I hope today this conversation about the attitude of love and unity and being unified and not in a divided state blessed you as much as it blessed me. And remember, if you want to tune in and catch us 24-7, maybe um, you can catch us when you're at work or whatever the case may be. Listen, try, check us out on the DFW Den radio station. Download the app and check us out. But listen, if you want to come back every week to the podcast and have this conversation with me, I invite you to come back. And don't forget to remember that love is the greatest of these things and that God loves you and so do I. And until next week, my brothers and sisters, I will see you, love you, God bless you, peace and blessings. And I am Reverend Kenya C. Williams of Kenya C. Williams Ministries. The Being Love in Action podcast, where we believe that we live out the word of God daily in a life applicable way. Until next week, we love you. Bye bye.